Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Damn these Biloxi Blues, it happens every night. Sometimes during the day, too. Sometimes. Sometimes. I have not. Summer heat never treats me kind, it leaves trouble on my mind. Putting in my nose. Sing! This highway. Does not know my name and I don't care. No, no. I, don't care. I don't care. Where are we going? Heading my way for another place. And I got three good tires and a spare. Right to the damn hook. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there. Low budget live, not so freaking live. I added a little bit to that. That was jazzy, and it's a special day. That was a really jazzy intro because, backed by popular demand, backed by a lot of requests, right here today, you may be saying that this is not the low budget live bar and grill. This, this, this is not. This is not the low budget live bar and bunker. To those of you that are that are new to this experience, that, that that is where the low budget live, not so live, is normally that's where it takes place. But today, friends and neighbors, brothers and sisters, we are in St. George Island, Florida, and we are at the low budget live bar and beach house. <laughs> there we go. Low budget live bar and beach house, and me, and and she needs no introduction but the triple threat the vp of the ldtc lbl operations right here luke duncan's traveling circus lbl low budget life for you you newcomers you non-low lifers out there marissa d that was a lot of letters listen i will i tell this to everybody comes on show i will give you the best intro you've ever had that was a good intro like it like you think about like if you went to just go to the bank right Mm -hmm. and somebody Open the front door and was like, ladies and gentlemen, like amazing, amazing intros like that. Your life would just be incredible. It would be different. It, it, it would be incredible. I'm, well, I'm happy you're here. 
I'm happy you're oh, on I'm, vacation. I'm happy, I'm happy to be on you're vacation. Happy, yeah, you're happy to be on vacation. <laughs> I'm happy to have you on Low Budget Live. And, and, I, and, and you and I, we've gone back and forth on this. I thought, you know, this week might not do podcasts. Might maybe, not do maybe, not. maybe just do just just have a vacation. But you know what? I I enjoy this. I enjoy this too much. And 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 so do you. And now you're here. Now you're here. And I like to say something I've discovered on on vacation. I made an Instagram post about it. Is these beautiful high noons and and they, there's a little vodka soda drink. And I'll be honest with you, it's delicious. So if you've never had any of those, take my man cart. I don't care. I like them. <clears throat> you may ask sorority girls how they taste. Yes. <laughs> listen. Listen, any of you single men out there listening to this, I mean, why would you not want to drink what the ladies... I mean, then you always have what they want in the cooler, right? Evidently. Yeah. Evidently. Yeah. Well, you're drinking something fruity as well. I'm a woman. It's okay. Why? Lynn, you know what? Welcome, low lifers. I'm going to throw that out there. If you're, If you're not... Familiar with this program that you've joined and now asking what in the hell goes on on this podcast? It's a bass fishing talk show uh, of some some sorts. I talk about my life, talk about a lot, and uh, the triple threat comes up a lot. Marissa D, been wanting to have her on, and this is actually an anniversary trip, so we'll, we want to get that out there first. Mm-hmm. It was actually an anniversary about a week ago, but uh, we are celebrating down here at lovely St. George Island together. But if you are a fan of this show, you are now a low lifer. Even if you just tune in every week because you hate me, you're a low lifer. So congratulations, you're a low lifer. And uh, that's what we call the folks here if you are new to the program. The song at the first of the program was Biloxi Blues, written by me, sang by me. I'm a narcissist. There you go. Playing my own music. Uh, you shut your mouth. It's going to be a bad anniversary for you. Uh Bad anniversary. If you if you just you you're talking about my drinks, but we're jumping all around. But I want to get back to that. Like why, why? Like I I, I like I've drank whiskey in my life. I like vodka. I like I like liquor. You know why is it not okay? Because because Darian Darian drinks girly drinks a mm-hmm. lot, and and when we say girly, that's not even fair to to label drinks. As that. If something tastes good. Why is there a stigma behind it? It just doesn't go with the beard. This, like I got a beard and thin, tattoos and pastel. Well, you know what? It it fits in my hand perfectly. <laughs> uh, it's comfortable. Um, it's not. It's 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 the right size. There'll be several comments about that. I'm sure. <laughs> but it's delicious peach. It's made with real juice. It's healthy. <laughs> I mean, clearly. That's enough mm-hmm. about that. Moving on. Moving on. How are you having fun on vacation? I am. I am having fun. And today, this morning, we went out on a redfish adventure with my buddy Captain Michael Cowart from over PCB, baby. Super nice guy. The best. The best. Our buddy Corey showed up to go with us. Corey's not a nice guy. He's a uh, big C. Uh, but but we went out with Corey, went out with, with Captain Michael, and... In the Apalachicola River area, beautiful. It was like going back in in time, really. Because I've been to Venice, Louisiana, several times. It reminded me of Louisiana, like the backwoods of Louisiana, the swamps, the marsh. And Marissa getting to see that, I was pretty proud. Oh, it was beautiful. But we did something I've never done, and I made a video. Imagine that. <laughs> made a video of us. We Michael has a portable platform and we sight fish from on top of this thing back in the marsh and it was freaking crazy. <laughs> Climbing up on this thing. I don't like heights a lot. 
So it was uh, a little interesting because you're mm-hmm. about six feet up off the deck of the boat, sharks swimming around, you know, no big deal. But setting the hook from this super high platform when you see the redfish come by. But this one right here caught one of the biggest saltwater black drum I've ever seen. There's a picture right here if you're watching this on YouTube. Incredible. Giant fish. And... Did not want to be caught. <laughs> she kept saying, this guy, we're just interrupting his day. He doesn't want to be caught. It was a lot. It was a lot. It was, uh, I would say, 30 to, I don't know, man. You can judge by the pit. The thing was, I mean, I'd say it was close to four feet plus in length, you can see. I mean, he, he was ridiculous, but I'd say 40 pounds. He was kind of skinny, but it was a it was a huge fish. Tell about this white head about this big, but she had it coming to the net once, and she's like, oh, this is good. And I was like, yeah, but it's he hasn't seen the boat yet, and it's not over. And when he saw the net in the boat, he's like, ah. It was a lion. It was, it, a it was crazy. Because a lot of people think, oh, a fisherman's wife. You just, <laughs> you just always out there in the boat. You just out there doing it all the time, but really with you, that's not the case. No. Tell them why. Um, well, you have this thing where when you promise that it's just going to be a little while, you know, before I'm cooked or miserable or desperate need of food, hydration, <laughs> a bathroom, uh, that you promise it's going to be a short trip. If we're not catching the fish we're always going to go one more place and cast one more time that's true if we are indeed catching like today the fish like today like today we the the fish smoking them oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots of bites um, today. lots of fish today um then it was always you know we maybe we'll catch a bigger one yeah. And so there's hey, never can we go try that other place you were talking about <laughs> so there's never really a stopping point so as I sit here, fresh from the shower, with the tops of my feet in quite a shape, and I, I just want to say that anniversary fishing trip, I, I hung with three dudes today, anniversary fishing trip. Yeah. Making me. A, really, a, trooper. a trooper. A trooper. A trooper, yeah. And uh, so I went from what, eight, early. 8 to 2? Yeah, we started at 8, Eastern time, so 7-hour time, and uh, yeah, we, we fish real hard from 8 to 2. Without yeah. a restroom. Without a restroom, yeah, yeah. So, Not um, as convenient for the ladies out there. No. Any no. ladies watching this, y'all know exactly what we're talking about. You get out there on the boat. And and, and you have Corey. And you got Corey there. He just watches everybody just like that <laughs> weird uncle, you know. He just stares at you. So he can't really slip off and take a leak in the live well. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I, I, you know, I'm just going to say You're that. a trooper. You're a trooper. You're a trooper on, on vacation anniversary. Yes, but it was fun. It was great. It was beautiful. Um, I was happy to get back here and shower, but we, we most definitely... <laughs> and that... that uh, no, what was it called that I caught? A what? Black drum. was very unattractive fish. <laughs> very unattractive. <laughs> very angry. Okay, an angry, unattractive fish. Uh-huh. But I, I did it. You did. On a on, ba- on Bass Tackle, I always talk about this. Y'all be sure to watch the video when it comes out. Because some of my saltwater stuff that I've done, and I know I'm not a mainly, you know, uh, primarily a saltwater guy, and y'all come here for the podcast or the show up and shut up with Stupid Darian where we were victorious. We're going to get to that in just a minute. But, because i got to gloat a little bit on that, <laughs> of course. But make sure you watch that, uh, the video. It should be up probably next week with Michael. Just because, man, 
red fishing in particular, like now I get like red snapper, offshore, blue marlin, whatever. That's not like bass fishing, but red fishing is our world. It is the same tackle, a lot of the same techniques. It's a lot of sight fishing, which is awesome year round, a lot of top water. They're very cool fish. And if you are on the panhandle of Florida on vacation with your family, which a lot of you from the country, you go to Orange Beach, Alabama, you go to Gulf Shores, you go to Panama City, you have access to that. Get you a guide, hire you a guy like Michael. You know, you don't have to go to Louisiana, but that fishing is right there and you're using light tackle, catching five to eight to 10 to, I mean, <laughs> however much Marissa's weight. I mean, our scales only went to 15 pounds and we bottomed those out pretty quick on the red, on the, on the black drum. But it's just, it's a fantastic experience. And I know a lot of people are like, I don't care anything about it. It is like, but it's bass fishing on steroids to me. It really is. It always has been. And, I, and that's why you'll always, if you subscribe to this YouTube channel, if you follow anything I do, you're going to see pictures on social media of me with saltwater fish from time to time. And you're going to see videos because it's just, it's a passion of mine that I don't get to do it, but about five, six times a year, but I take advantage of it every single time I can. And, and uh, thanks to Michael for uh, taking us out. And that segues perfect into thanking StarTron. StarTron. We want to thank StarTron, Starbright Solutions for sponsoring Low Budget Live and Low Budget Live Not So Live for going on three years now. It's crazy to think we've been doing this insanity for this long. I know Marissa feels like it's probably been uh, a lot longer than that especially with this whole anniversary situation coming up. But put some StarTron in your weed eater, in your chainsaw, in your lawnmower. Marissa loves to mow the grass. Love to mow. Loves to cut the grass. And loves when I put StarTron in there because she knows it's going to crank, right? She knows it's going to crank. You put this right there in your fuel tank of your boat, your outboard's not going to seize up because of that stupid ethanol. Kicks it right in the teeth. StarTron, because if y'all remember the last couple weeks, I've been nailing this tagline, but nothing messes up a good day on the water. Like an engine that won't run. Oh, hey, you nailed it. it. Nailed it. it. Nailed it. Every time I do something good, I want to pick this shell up and go. Is that how you do it? No. That's not how you do it? Okay. It's a beach theme, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beach theme. Thanks to the folks at Star Trime. They do not make conch shells, in case you are wondering. Moving on. Bass fishing. If you made it this long in <laughs> the podcast. If you're, if you're still with us. If you're us. still with us. Rambling on, big, big week coming up this week for us, right? Oh, yeah. Big week. You're going to want to, there's going to be a special low-budget live press conference. Press conference. News yeah. release. Yeah, a news release press conference this coming Thursday, whatever that is, August whatever. I'm oh. bad at that. But... You're gonna. It'll be uh, same thing. iTunes, uh, Spotify, YouTube. Big announcement. Big deal for our family. An entire show dedicated to it, and I'm really, 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 really excited to share some really awesome news with you guys. Something I've been working on for a while now. Something that the Triple Threat's been involved in. Some of the meetings and things, and could not be more excited. But make sure you tune in here Thursday. It's big news for the fishing industry, I feel like. I'll, I'll, I'll toot my own horn a little bit there. Toot, toot. Toot, toot, toot. Nobody else going to pat me on the back. Hell, I will. But, uh, oh, thank you. Did you just do that because it's our anniversary? VP. The VP. The VP in the house. So pay attention. 
pay attention to Thursday. It's going to be a good good day for all of us lowlifers. I think that's fair to say, right? I think so. I think bigger and better things on the way. Bigger and better things. It is, uh, and and we will discuss it definitely after Thursday on, on next week's podcast. It will be a topic, a major topic of conversation. Uh, but be sure to watch Thursday and uh, no show up and shut up this week because, uh, well. <laughs> Spoiler alert, in case you didn't watch Game 6, Darian got beat. So uh, there we go. Show up and shut up Game 6. I want to thank everybody for watching those. Had a fantastic time, and I think uh, Marissa D. would tell you that I was very stressed (laughs) during those because I can't stand losing to anybody. But For anyone that thought that was just two friends having fun, no. I mean, the strategy, the... The mind games. Yeah. The text we would send each other at night before we would go, that, would, that, that can't be posted <laughs> anywhere ever. And and the 3.30 in the morning waking up and Darian trash talking me for an hour and a half on my way to the lake just the entire time. People don't see that stuff. And, and a lot of it came out on camera. You know, you got to see a little bit of, of our back and forth. But uh, I appreciate you saying that because it, it is... It is two friends. Like, I would like to say that. Like, Darian's my brother. I, I care a lot about Darian, but uh, he's also an idiot, and and I love to beat him, but uh, Darian and Hannah are great friends of ours, but but it started as just that, and, and man, you can see it, like, when I beat him, like, in the boat, like, he was visibly shook, and it is, and it's like he said on camera, he's like, dude, it's because our circle of friends is all the same. Like, I'm going to catch crap from Everybody, because I let you beat me four games to two, and he really hoped he was going to push it to a game seven, and it, it was a special day. He actually called him a lot better. Like I just had this feeling like it was all going good. You kind of get this feeling like I'm in a groove. I'm, I figured out a pattern, and I thought it was a really tough lake. The first time we went there, we both sucked, and I thought, you know, I got this today, and it was a lot closer than I actually thought it would be, and I had no idea because I hadn't talked to him, but he called him a biggin, and he actually figured out a very similar pattern in a different part of the lake. It was crazy that that was going on so much. But uh, big shout-out to Darian for putting up with me on Susu. Show up, shut up, and round two will begin very soon. We've both got a lot going on right now, as you'll find out Thursday for me, and on Darian's channel, he's remodeling a house yes. <laughs> right now, and Marissa's actually their general contractor. <laughs> Hannah Hannah, and Marissa talk a lot about that, uh, but, but they bought their dream home on a really cool small lake down in the area they're from, and could not be uh, happier for those guys. So he's actually going to be doing a video series about that coming up, so... A lot of that, a lot of kayak fishing for him on that lake and some different things. But he's actually, he sold his boat, as you saw, two episodes in a row. He's out of his, out of Pawpaw's boat. And we got to figure out when round two is coming. But these are going to continue. They're going to continue into next year. The feedback has been awesome from you guys. The Instagram messages, Facebook messages, YouTube comments are great. And we will continue that. We're going to expand on that series. And we got some things for this fall we're cooking up uh, also. But just a huge thank you to you guys and uh, a big you suck to Darian, you know? Luke. What? We love Darian. I don't like when you're on here and you correct me. (laughs) We love Darian. I have a persona, damn it. We love Darian. And you know what I love? And girl drinks. You know what I love? High noon sun sips. Now that's a little sissy. The sun sips part of it bothers me. Okay, so as... Are we going back to this? Because I've got a lot to talk about Well, I'll just really quick. Um, 
I can't deal with you. Really quick. So, um, other than girly drinks, do they know your milkshake, ice cream? Why are we talking about this? Because the fact that the biggest rant you have gone on this week on vacation was... (laughs) Oh, yeah, I remember this. Of all things, was when you realized that the ice cream place, (laughs) they were peddling, what was it? Just the regular purity. Oh, man. And they're packed. Ice cream. Listen. And they're they're packed out. Uh, Okay. Back up just a second. And we're going to get to Bass Vision. I swear. I promise. I'll leave in a minute. Yeah. We're going to get to Bass Vision. But I've got a lot to talk about. But I have an ice cream addiction. Yes. That's fair to say, right? Yes. So... Yeah, it's 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 become a thing since I've known you. Really, we've been like, married what, six years. You will, I'm you will go way out of the way for a, a Chick Fil A, yeah, pe- peach milkshake. Peach like milkshake. I love milkshake. <laughs> this is such a bizarre topic, but I, it's not because it's me. I love milkshakes more uh-huh. than anything under the sun. And we come down here to the beach, and and you see this a lot. Vacation towns. Now there are people that do it their own way. What's the place in Orange Beach? The yard, milkshake yes. bar. Mm-hmm. It's cool. It's original, super cool to shove a damn cheesecake in your milkshake. Who doesn't? What fat boy doesn't want that? A milkshake just shoved right, a uh, cheesecake shoved right in your milk. Oh, you want a cupcake with your milkshake? Cookie on top. What about a cookie? Right there. Can't even drink the milkshake for the cookie. I love it. I'm mm-hmm. here for it. But but I went on a rant. Quite the rant. Quite the rant. The other night, we've been tooling around in a golf cart here. Thanks to my buddy Shane McCauley. Staying at his house this week, Atomic Transport, big shout out. But we tool around on a golf cart. We go to dinner, mm-hmm. have a nice time. Yes. And I'm like, hey, hon, there's an ice cream place. Tractor beam. Skirt, skirt. I'm on yeah, skirt. <laughs> so I'm on it. And here's my problem with ice cream. This place is making mucho dinero, right? Yeah. Oh, hands yeah. down. And here's what they do. Hello, Mayfield. Can you blame it? Bring us some freaking moose tracks and vanilla and just some old regular freaking ice cream. And then they put it behind their dumb counter and then they call it some jazzy beach name. And it's clearly, I have superior taste buds when it comes to ice cream. It's Mayfield. Don't tell me it's sand turtle tracks. It's moose tracks, right? We've all been there. Don't tell me it's, you know, St. George Island banana twist daiquiri. Like it's not. It's 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 Mayfield. But dude, they just buy these drums of ice cream. I'm saying I like the homemade. I like the people that do original things. And if they're gonna call it a turtle track, by golly. Yeah, just making boost tracks. So uh, maybe there's a turtle track. I'll probably get comments. Dude, there's a turtle track. I don't know. I'm just saying He was on an eleven. Don't make cute little names and then be like, hey, guess what, guys? Cause I like the uh what's the one place? Marble slab. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. that place is the juice. So or uh, was it Maggie Moose used to Do, be one? I love how you keep looking at me to, like, maybe you don't know the names. I'm just true. This is a podcast for the love of God. We're conversating. And you, you know the names. It's a fishing podcast and nobody's listening to this. <laughs> so we'll put a good title on YouTube. They'll they'll watch it. We're getting to the fishing here in a second. Y'all fast forward through this. I don't care. This is more ice cream talk. I love high noons and ice cream. <laughs> Very you, sophisticated. You give him a turtle track. <laughs> you, and a, you get me a waffle cone and a high noon, I will love you and forever. And a sun sip with yeah. a turtle track. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, but Marble Slab, they got the fixings. They got the cold, cold, cold stone thing. Working it in. Cold stone creamer, that's another. Working yeah, it in. Working in. Got them strong wrists. You come here, they're like, oh, we got fixings. 
No, you got Oreos that you bought at the Piggly Wiggly and some gummy worms. And they only came from the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, Yeah, it's all down here. Not saying there's anything wrong with it. I'm just saying I can go to the store, I can buy the same carton of ice cream, and I can come back here in my underwear and eat it. Y'all heard me say before, I like to order Tackle Warehouse in my underwear. I also, too, like to have ice cream in my drawers. So it was quite a fit. I threw a fit. I threw a fit. Obviously, we're talking about it on the podcast. Moving on. Moving on. But I'm just saying businesses, and I guess I'm just jealous because I have this love for ice cream, and I didn't think of that. Like, I should just move to the beach and just repackage the same old regular ice cream you can get at every grocery store in America and be like, come to my ice cream place. <laughs> they don't do anything special. They're just like, welcome to the beach. Now we got your $12 for ice cream. Makes me mad. That's all I've got. <laughs> Well, th- thank you for joining Low Budget Live to get me crushed in the comments. <laughs> I mean, I've got that 90 day. That's 90 day fiance. That's all I've got. Yeah, we got caught up on 90 day fiance this week, too, while we've been at the beach. It rained a couple days. And I-, I went on a rant about that the other day, and you can't make it up. You can't make it up. You can't make it up. I don't know where these people have been. And shout out to any of y'all. If y'all are listening and you have married somebody from a foreign, co- foreign country, Nothing wrong with it. That you Let briefly me met. I mean, that you, you know. briefly met. Yeah, like that Not, you met and married in ninety days. Like obviously, people marry people from all over the world. But like, shout out to those that are just like, hey, wow, spent nine days with him, fell in love. <laughs> I'm gonna bring him over here. Like, he's using you for a green card. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Ninety day. We got caught up on that though. We did. We did yeah, get that's caught. That's all up. I've got. I've got ice cream, got? rants, and fits. I caught the biggest fish today. That you did. I'm drinking a little harder drink than you are. I'll get the get out of here with that. And uh, and I don't I don't I don't know I don't mind the ice cream so much. So that's really all. I've... It's all you had to add to the podcast today. Mm-hmm. Twenty minutes of just making fun of me about ice cream. You guys saw the uh, the anniversary trip take a turn. <laughs> right here. Moving on. You want to talk about fishing? Let's no, talk about fishing. You're moving on. I'll move out. Okay. All right. She's done. She wants to go to the beach. She's going to the beach. We've been in the boat all day, and now she's going to sit in the Be careful. There's a, it's like booby no, traps. Like out. It's like wires. Wires everywhere. Wires everywhere. All right. Moving on. Bass fishing. Bass fishing. I'm going to do this right here. That camera right there. I feel like it's not getting me in it at all, and that bothers me. No, you can't see it. You're good. Producer, VP, triple threat. Marissa D, everybody. Marissa D. (laughs) Moving on to the bass fishing world. MLFLW Super Tournament took place this week. Sandusky Bay. Or, as I like to call it, the place people put in to destroy their boats going to Lake St. Clair. And I just tell you this right now, guys, gals, brothers and sisters. How awesome is it, if you heard last week's podcast, Justin Lucas called us, lowlifers, from the water. Called them. Said I was his good luck charm. Said it was some of the first bites he had that day. 
and then wins by one ounce over the guy that's arguably, other than Jordan Lee, had the best year, other than Justin Lucas, had the best year on that side of the fence, Jacob Wheeler. Beat him by an ounce. Now, if y'all will remember, my boy Jacob respectfully declined an invite to Low Budget Live. Now, he's had an incredible year. I'm just saying, maybe he calls me during practice and that ounce goes his way. It's science. It's science. So, Lucas and I have had a good time with that back and forth. And huge congrats, man. 160 grand? Oh! I just want half. That's what I said on Instagram. I feel like half that LBL look is worth half. But huge congrats to him, man. It's it's well earned. All those guys, any money that was won this week. It was a very, very interesting event. I said it last week. It's one to watch just because simply uh, it, the big water is such a freaking deciding factor, man. Bass boats aren't, are not are made better now than they ever have been. They are not made for that kind of water. They're just not. Um, now, they handle it okay, but that place is the ocean. And the first day, some of the pictures that I saw, like right here and right here and right here, I'll post those, crushed consoles, trolling motors falling apart, different things. That just happens. My little buddy Sammy George called me. He sheared all the bolts on his trailer motor trying to get there on day one. Had to ratchet strap the sucker down. He said Brad Knight gave him a ratchet strap that morning. I was like, hey, you may want this in case something breaks. Like, ah, man, I don't need that. And he ended up needing it. It's just crazy. I'm just glad that everybody made it back safe. Everybody caught some fish. And you had kind of the guys that stayed around Sandusky and caught largemouth. David Dudley made the cut fishing for largemouth which is cool, uh, made the top 10. I think he might have been the only one that weighed all pretty much all largemouth from Sandusky Bay. And Justin Lucas takes it, Jacob Wheeler, Josh Bertrand had a hell of a week. He, he's a smallmouth catching son of a gun. Those West Coast guys get so dialed on smallmouth and finesse stuff and electronics, I feel like. Um, it, it's, it's crazy to me. It's crazy to me. But what else is crazy to me if, is if you paid attention to this, Seven out of the top ten in this FLW event were BPT guys. Seven. Shout out Russ Lane. Had a great week. Proud for him. Jason Lambert had a good tournament. Jason's had kind of a rough year. Uh, Good to see. Got him a check this last event. Nice check. But seven out of the top ten were BPT guys. Seven. And if you look at that, and you're an FLW faithful guy that is paid to to be a part of it, to support the trail and all that, and you see that, which was clearly just a way to support the BPT guys because they couldn't do any more events this year because of the entry fees and all that stuff that, that I've already talked to death. Just don't know how you can be for it. And they're going to do it again next year. They're already got Strader and Rumbanis announced on stage. They're going to fish it again next year. And I'm sure more guys, I can't imagine, and a lot of them get up on stage like, this is awesome. So great to compete against these guys. I get that aspect of it. But, man, I understand there are more checks. But I, I don't know. I'm, I mean, Wheeler wins the first one. He almost wins the second one. David Walker almost wins the second one as well. It's really close. Uh, but but Monsoor pulled it out there. We'll get to Monsoor in a minute. 
And then, uh, or the Montour family. But then the third one, Lucas wins. And, and this is not a shot at the BPT anglers that are fishing that. There, there were several of them that I respected them for showing up because there were a lot of them that didn't fish it for obvious reasons. Either they didn't want to get beat, they didn't want to pay, they didn't want to lower themselves to fish against FLW guys, which is a joke. But there were several that just didn't fish. And so I, my hat's off to the guys that showed up to put money in the bank for their family. That was the, that was the hand they were dealt, and they, and, they, and they dealt with it. And I think it's even more you know amazing that they showed up and won. I mean, it's a testament to how good they are. <laughs> I mean, a guy like Lucas who, who you know, and, and Bertrand and, and freaking Jacob, it's a testament to how good they are. That's not a slight at anybody on the FLW Tour at all. Those guys are incredible, incredible, incredible anglers. Incredible anglers. But I think it's a testament to especially what kind of special year Lucas, the second half of the year he's had, what kind of year Wheeler's had. It's a testament to just how good those guys and how special they are compared to most of us to see what they did. But if I'm an FLW regular that's fished FLW for 15 years, I'm probably not happy about the fact that one of those guys won. That's just me. I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens next year. Lucas said on the podcast last week, because I said, hey, is it going to be another 200-boat deal next year? And he said, I think it'll be somewhere around 150. So it's going to be 150 with Bass Pro Tour, guys? I was confused by that. I meant to ask him that. And, and that may be gray right now, right? It may be gray. Um, does that mean some FLW guys are going to go away, not requalify? And... If I remember right, it all got really muddy, but last year, after two years, you had to requalify. And but last year was our requalify year. So I, I don't I don't know how that I don't know how that works now, but uh, I haven't I haven't looked at it close enough. But but anyways, very, very, very interesting situation. And I mean, I, I think it's good that the guys had an opportunity to fish on one hand and a lot of other checks got given out. I don't think that – I don't hate that. I don't think that's terrible, but I think it's very confusing that there's a points race going on for the title championship, and then – but the BPT guys don't affect the points, but they do affect the point. It's a very confusing setup, but you are trying to qualify for Bass Pro Tour. It's a mess. It is a gigantic mess in bass fishing right now. I feel like that. Um it's not a simple fix. It's not a simple thing at all, but it is a gigantic mess, in my opinion. It's a gigantic mess. And when I chose to leave the tour last year, that was one of the reasons I just – it was the unknown of what they would possibly do in situations. And I knew that the FLW tour, once they bought it, was not the most important thing to them anymore. And it wasn't. And it was taking care of those 80 BPT guys. Now, granted, only 50-something of them fished in the beginning, and I, and I don't know how many that were there this week. A few dropped. I know, I know that Thrift wasn't there. Jordan Lee wasn't there. There were a few more that didn't fish this event. Thrift hasn't fished the last two. But uh, it's just a lot of boats, man, and I understand why they wouldn't want to fish on one hand, you know, but shout-out to the guys that did fish, got checks. Brent Ayler had a good week up there this week and got paid. 
made that long run to St. Clair. I mean, and that's the thing. The guys that you saw from BPT, Alton Jones Jr., a little out and made the run to St. Clair. They don't have anything on the line other than just to win. There's no points involved. Zach Burge, he made that run, had a good week. Um, it's crazy to me that they would make that run. I would have just sat around and drug a wacky worm and tried to win me 10 grand and 100. <laughs> I wasn't going to beat my boat up. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. But – I don't know. Uh, something else that bugged me this week, I heard, I watched a little bit of the coverage, and they, they had a hard time with camera boats one day because of the service and the weather, and I get that. And uh, and I heard it. They're like, the title championships, what they're calling the championship. They took away the Force Wood Cup, which was a shame to the industry, in my opinion. And they called on FLW Live the title championship the Super Bowl of bass fishing. I'm going to say that one more time. They called it the Super Bowl of bass fishing. What? Why even try? Why even say that? Because then if you click over on a BPT broadcast, I can't believe Marty Stone didn't correct him and say, well, actually, the Red Crest is the Super Bowl of bass fishing. And then if you watch ESPN2 with 7 million other people, you can hear uh, that the Bass Fisher Classic is the Super Bowl of bass fishing. And that is the Super Bowl of bass fishing. It's what they have called it since basically the beginning, the Super Bowl of Bass Fishing. So I'm not taking anything away from the title championship with FLW and the fact that it is very hard to make that top 50 in points because those guys are stone cold killers. And a huge congrats to everybody that made it. And Ron Nelson, Angler of the Year. Huge, great fisherman. Amazing fisherman. Not taking anything away from it. It's hard. But now it's just a tournament. It's not like the Cup. It's not even like a championship event. Big payout. Maybe the guys in it don't care. I have so many friends that qualified that are super proud. I would have been proud to make it. Do not try to, to make it what it's not. Don't. It's just silly. There's too much going on within one organization now to go, this is the greatest championship. Because, I mean, MLF alone has the General Tire World Championship, whatever that is, and the Red Crest that they had once and then didn't have and then they're going to have again. And then the Forcewood Cup was one of two amazing championships in the sport. And then you killed it. This is not the Forcewood Cup. There's no arena. There's no big stage. It's just a regular tournament. And now it's going to be MLF rules, I believe. That's what it was going to be at the first of the year. Every fish counts format, I think. Pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. Uh, Don't quote me on anything, actually, that I ever say. It's just all shooting from the hip here. But... It's just not. So trying to church it up. I understand building excitement, all that. But just it's just a championship. These guys fought their freaking teeth off, <laughs> teeth out to get to it against some of the, you know, guys at that next level that came in for the last three tournaments. So to make it was freaking hard. It, no, I'm not taking anything away from that. But don't try to sell it as what it's not. It's silly to me. So I was frustrated with that. Uh, I stay frustrated with comments like that. I, I said that, I've said that before, you know, quit saying the greatest anglers ever assembled. It's not fair to say that. Regardless of the organization you're a part of, you can't say that because all of them aren't in one place. They're not. They're not. They never will be. They never will be. Um, so it's not fair to say that. You can say some of, some of, but it's not all the best. It's not all the best. So I think overall, though, Sandusky was a really cool event. It was a really cool event. I like those big water tournaments. I like those smallmouth tournaments. I like drama. You never know whether a guy's going to get back or not without breaking down. 
And it adds a whole layer of mystique to it. And I think it's cool. I think it's cool. I think it's hilarious that originally it was scheduled for St. Clair and then they moved it there and then everybody just went to St. Clair. (laughs) So I thought that was kind of crazy. I thought that was crazy. So next year with FLW will be one of the most interesting years, in my opinion, to see what happens, to see who leaves, to see who stays, to see who makes, you know, are there guys, there are already a lot of guys that left trying to make the elites to see if the guys are going to fish this National Professional Fishing League that's popping up. I mean, what's going to happen? There's going to be a lot of moving and shaking next year, in my opinion. In my opinion. And to see who, which of those guys decide to pay the entry fees. Another note from FLW, uh, another BPT guy that showed up that said he wasn't going to is Keith Pochet. Aluminum boat Keith. And it made me laugh. And he called him. He called him. And it made me laugh so hard because he made his video saying, I ain't ever fished another FLW again. And I imagine that somebody did this to him. Hey, 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 hey. Don't you talk about it, FLW, buddy. It's part of MLF now. And then I would imagine there was probably like, uh, we'll give you a free entry fee if you come to Sandusky. If I'm guessing. If I'm guessing. I could be wrong. He'd probably show you a credit card receipt. But uh, I thought that was funny because he was like, I ain't, of course, he retracted a statement, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, you know, he showed up to fish out of his aluminum boat and called him. Called him. Way to go, Keith. Great job. Awesome week. I wonder if he borrowed like a, a Lund aluminum boat to fish that, like a deep water aluminum boat to fish Sandusky or if he fished for largemouth. I wonder if I care. I really don't, actually. Uh, moving on. Moving on. On. Looking at my notes. I have chicken scratch notes. Marissa, did you notice my chicken scratch notes? Serial killer notes. All right. Oh, John freaking Cox. Can we talk about this? We can't. John Cox made the title championship event, missed a freaking tournament. (laughs) I love him. He's like, yeah, I'm going to miss a tournament. I'm not going to go lacrosse. I'm going to go fish the Bassmaster Elite at Champlain. I'll catch you guys at Sandusky. Rolls up, makes the cut, gets paid, makes the championship event. <laughs> it's insane to me. He's, he's, I don't even know where he's at in the Bassmaster points. It's really early on. But if he makes the Classic this year and that championship, dude, I think – I mean, I, I think we forget because the year has just been so crazy with COVID and everything else. He kicked this off with a win, with a freaking bang, like, and then another top ten, and like, dude is he's just incredible. He's so freaking great, and uh, he's so good for the sport. But made the championship, rolled up there, and now he's going to roll on to St. Clair to fish the Bassmaster Elite this week. I, I'm I'm anxious to see what he does there. If he can keep it keep it going, he had a he had a fairly rough event at Champlain by John Cox standards, but I think that uh, I think he'll catch him at St. Clair. Now I don't think he went to St. Clair in that Sandusky event. I don't think he did at all. Uh, I wouldn't think that he would have made that run. Maybe I'm wrong. It's a long ways, long ways in the Crestliner, but he uh, he will be at St. Clair the Bassmaster Elite Series this week. Rumor is. I don't think this has been announced, but rumor is they're going to be on ESPN2 again this week, and I think that's pretty uh, pretty freaking awesome. They they announced it. Y'all know my opinion on that. I think that's really good for the sport, but they announced – this is just crazy to me to even process, but they announced that they had 7 million people watch Champlain. 
Seven million people. Now, look, here's the deal. I'm a marketing guy. Numbers can be inflated. I don't even know how ratings work, but that's a lot of dang people, right? Even if it's like a quarter of that, in my opinion, that's a lot of people watching Bass Fishing on ESPN too. It's very clear to me if they are going to do this again, and I believe now with college football being crazy, that they will have their chance to do it some more. If they're turning decent numbers, and I don't even know if that's good, bad, or ugly with ESPN. I have no idea. That's a lot to my little brain. But I, it must be going well if ESPN's like, come on, let's do it again for the fourth time. <laughs> like it, it must be going okay if that network, the worldwide leader in sports, has decided to let them come back live. It's a big deal. It's a really big deal. It's a very big deal if you're a Bassmaster Elite guy and that's the coverage you're getting. It is a very big deal. Very big deal. Uh, so that's that's crazy. That's going down this week. I'm sure it'll start Wednesday or Thursday. if they. It, now, I haven't seen I, – I checked this morning. I didn't see that officially announced anywhere, but uh, that's the word on the street. Word on the street. And if that does happen again, I, I think that's very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, a lot of smallmouth will be caught. Can Canada? Canada is. Uh, I'm not. I've. I've not had that many high noons. I promise you. Uh, I just can't speak today. I'm tired. But Canada is off limits. It's a big part of St. Clair. It's going to be interesting. They caught them really good there in a BFL a couple weeks ago. The guys did not. Of course, you know they only had a couple hours of fish, so it was not a good sampling of what St. Clair is capable of. Some buddies of mine that went to St. Clair in the Sandusky event, though, did tell me that it was very, very, very tough, that it was not a St. Clair that they were used to seeing. Those fish are getting beat on. They're very spooky. You could see them on panoptics and things swimming off from your bait. And that's not like a smallmouth up there. So I think everywhere has gotten a lot of pressure this year with a lot of people being off work for COVID. People are fishing more. Fishing license sales are through the roof. We've talked about that. So... I think that uh, this one will be one to watch. I, I wonder if it'll be a St. Clair event like what I've been a part of before and what uh, you know many of you have seen from St. Clair. So interesting one to watch. Starts this week, so be sure to check that out. One more thing before I go. This is a funny one to me. I got a lot of messages from you guys out there, you faithful, low-lifing son of a guns, about the David Dudley Mike Sermon video making its way through the interwebs. And I think Dudley said, he got robbed. He got robbed. And a lot of y'all, somebody come in and said, bet you won't touch this one. I was like, what? Um... It's really funny to me. So the backstory is, and I have not, Dudley, I'm sorry. I know you listen to LBL. I have not watched the video. <laughs> I'm going to comment on something I don't know about, but I have enough backstory. So Mike Sermon, great guy. Been fishing the FLW Tour since day one. Matter of fact, I think Mike won the first ever FLW on Lake Okeechobee. Maybe. Don't quote me on that. But he's been fishing them since day one, like 96. First day on FLW Tour. Mike Sermon. Class act. Super good dude. Been around longer than I've been like on this earth. Great dude. So he got stuck on a sandbar at the Mississippi River at Lacrosse, which I've talked about on here. It sucks. You people that live there, I'm sorry. 
you stay stuck. It's crazy. You're always pushing, huffing and puffing, trying to get off a sandbar. So he got stuck. Well, Tom Monsoor, winner of the event, knower of all things Mississippi River, runs a racket up there. And I discovered this in 2017 when I was there. 2017, when big tournaments are there, or all the time, his son, Jebediah, or Jed, or Jeb, or something along those lines, one of those names, not sure. Like I said, didn't really research it. Runs a business where he brings an airboat and will tow you off of said sandbar for $2,500 to move your boat from here to freaking there. What? Does airboat gas, does, does airboat gas, does it, you know, do you have to crush up diamonds? No. $2,500. So Dudley's video of his boy Sermon got robbed is very, very, yeah, he might as well had a gun held to his head. But you're in a situation where he probably didn't know that going in. He rolls up. It'd be like a tow truck. You're on the side of the road in the middle of freaking nowhere with a blowout, and he's three good tires and a spare come out, Biloxi Blues. And he pulls up and says, that'll be $18,000. What are you going to say? He's got your truck hooked up to it. He's just going to unhook it, and you're there? So I think it was that kind of situation. Y'all go check out Dudley's video on that. But, yeah, that's highway robbery, but that was made known to us. And I want to think that when we were there in 2017, it was either 500 or a 1,000. Like Bill Taylor said, hey, boys, call Tom, but it's going to cost you. But And I remember being terrified, like, dude, I don't want to get stuck. I don't want to have Jebediah come out here and pull me off a sandbar and charge me. Like he's, you know, giving me his firstborn kid, charging me for it. But that happened. That happened. Go watch Dudley's video. I wanted to, I wanted to comment on. Yeah, I th- people were like, "Do you agree with Dudley?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's insanity, insanity." And I don't know if they kick that price up a little bit if they see somebody in a rat boat or whatever. But that's quite the racket that the monsoors they get their swim jigs up there on the river. They're winning 100k and they're charging. If I was Tom, I wouldn't fish tournaments. I'd just ride around until I saw people stuck and be like, "Hey, bro, airboat." It's Tom Monsoor. You need her. You need me to pull you off? Cruise over there. Catch this rope. Thank you, Tom. Dude, everybody always says you're a great guy. No problem, big guy. Pull you off the sandbar. Hey, man, uh, you got your debit card on you? Yeah, sure. What do I owe you? $2,500. What? Yeah. If I was Tom, I'd just quit fishing tournaments. Why wouldn't you just go do that? Pleasure boaters out there. This is how we do it. Just out there. Riding, drinking high noons, beaching boats. I'd be like, hey, fellas, need a, need a tow? <laughs> I'm going to start that somewhere at home. It's the most amazing thing ever. I'm going to quit. Low, that might be my announcement this week. I'm going to quit Low Budget Live to start my own towing service because <laughs> holy crap. <laughs> There's a sucker born every day for people to take advantage of. Not saying Mike Sermon's a sucker because he's not. He got rolled. Rick rolled, baby. Pickpocketed. All right, y'all. Anniversary. I'm going to the beach with my lady. Be sure to uh, tune in on Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. Be sure to tune in. 
LBL special edition. Very, very important day. Check it out. Be sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. If you're listening on iTunes, keep on listening on iTunes and Spotify. I appreciate you. If you ever want to see a video version, come right here. You can watch my crazy talking with my hands. Thank y'all for everything. I really appreciate each and every one of y'all. Every week I say this, but I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Even the ones that don't enjoy this all the time. I see, I get comments every week that I really like. Man, I never thought you'd convert me to a lowlifer, but here I am. I love that. I love that. I, I said that whenever, like having Lucas on, obviously Justin's views differ from mine about a lot of things about MLF, but to be able to have, or, or anything, and to be able to have a civil conversation with another adult is what life is about. We can have opposing views. Let's just let's just have a talk. And I think that's really cool. It's a beautiful thing. And uh, so thank you guys for giving me the platform and giving me the opportunity to do that. And Thursday, 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 baby, 10 a.m., be right here. Be on iTunes. Check it out. I'm really proud of what's coming. Be sure to hug your dang mama always. Tell them you love them. And I will see y'all on Thursday for a very special Low Budget Live, Not So Live. Hope y'all have a very good week. Me and a triple threat's fixing to go just high nooning on the beach, y'all. Thank y'all. Civil War ghost, well, I'm gonna leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows, I'm leaving those burdens in rest. This highway, it does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care. Heading my way for another Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. When you go out there and the fish are where you think they are, any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know, right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.